0: Well hello Manchester City fans. It is the big day, Sunday the 29th of October. It is Derby Day as the team news is about to be announced. It's, It's edging closer now and you're hoping for a City win. And it's going to be very eventful today, isn't it? Is an extremely eventful. Manchester is baking in sunshine, it has to be said, which is a rarity. And hopefully the sunshine is going to be radiating on Pep Guardiola's side. I've been thinking about this one. And I would. Uh, th- this is my lineup, my Manchester City lineup. But I am going to predict a 2-0 City win at Old Trafford. I would go with a Back three, Um, obviously Edison starting in there. I'd go with then Walker, Diaz and Guardiola. I think that is a perfect balance, a perfect blend of pace, physicality and intelligence. I would then look to move Stones into midfield alongside Rodri with just a two in front. And then for this one, I would have the attacking quartet, just in and behind Haaland of Foden, Bernardo, Alvarez, Grealish and obviously the big man. Up top, I think that's going to cause a lot of problems for Manchester City. There's ingenuity, there's creativity, there's guile, but there's also a ruthless assassin up front. I think Manchester City have enough to get the job done today. It's going to be fascinating to see how this game pans out. Obviously, Old Trafford, it's not always been easy for Manchester City, but there have been some memorable, memorable games there. City obviously toying with Manchester United in a 2 0 win recently. Obviously, the 6 1. You know, comes to mind, but uh, it's it's you know, Manchester United have had some joy there against City, so hopefully it's not gonna be of that ilk today, and City are gonna get the win. We're gonna pass you now over to Simon Baikowski who's gonna go through a little bit of a preview with you guys. It's been an absolute pleasure. We'll have Pep's press conference after the game. We'll also have a review post match. Come on, City.
3: City are back at Old Trafford today. Uh, Last season, of course, there was the huge controversy around the refereeing decision that allowed United back into the game. Fragile City team went on to lose it. This year, they're looking to make amends. Um, They are a few points off the top of the table. They can push towards the top of the table with a victory here. And it is a familiar position that City find themselves in really going into this derby. You know, they're the best team, the best players, the best manager but this is a derby where anything can happen and the form book doesn't necessarily end up telling you what result it is, United. Very good team under Eric Tenha got a lot of quality players and they have the players to get a result against City. Um, City will have to watch out sort of the usual usual strategies of, of pace on the counter-attack, uh, looking to get in behind them and punishing any mistakes they've got but City picked up a very good win in midweek Uh, against young boys Guardiola, delighted with the the form and the commitment that the players showed. Uh, Jack Grealish in particular uh, may well have played himself into today's team, Uh, we'll find out soon enough. But um, City come here, as they have the last few years, looking to get the three points and the fans here that will be coming in behind will be hoping to leave very happy knowing that uh, they will be able to go into work very happy on Monday morning.
0: Well, City fans, I just have to chime in with that one before you get Simon's response there. Champions again, ole, ole indeed. Manchester City laying a footballing lesson down at Old Trafford. A fantastic performance. The first half was decent but it wasn't City at their very best but we saw a 2-0 at Manchester United, Old Trafford not long ago where they just couldn't get the ball, they simply couldn't take the ball off the men in light blue and that happened again but 3-0 this time, City utterly dominant in that second half, Manchester is blue just playing with Manchester United, they weren't able to get the ball. There was booze around Old Trafford. It was fantastic to hear as Pep Guardiola's man passed the ball across the field and just took the game away, like you know, taking toys off a baby. It was that easy for the City boys in the second half. Bruno Fernandes does what Bruno Fernandes does and was getting frustrated, whereas the City boys were just staying cool, calm, calculated and collected whilst passing the ball about and just causing them all sorts of problems and truth be told, that second half it could have ended five, maybe even six-nil City but they took it easy on the red side of Manchester and City run out three-nil winners. Is this going to be the start of the resurgence of Manchester City? The young boys' results seems to have done them an absolute favour. They seem to be back in the swing of things but that Manchester United result three goals to nothing I mean it's fantastic isn't it so Manchester United nil City three City are back we're going to pass you over to Pep Guardiola but we're going to pass you over to our writers as well cheers
2: Good evening from Old Trafford, a very blue Old Trafford tonight, Manchester City Derby Day winners once again, uh, 3-0 victory for City today and a, a cruise really, a walk in the park, uh, a very comfortable afternoon, City pretty much in control all afternoon, a few shaky moments in the first half, mostly of their own doing, uh, beyond that just comfortably, comfortably the better team, just exposed the golfing class between these two sides once again and that day 10 months ago when United won 2-1 here and I think they closed the gap in the table to three points at that stage. I think there was talk here, realistic talk it felt here of, of a revival under Ten Hag. But that feels a million miles away now and Ten Hag must be beginning to feel the pressure. United truly wretched today but City just too good, too classy, too controlled and a, and a pretty easy win. Uh, took the lead uh, midway through the first half or so an Erling Haaland, penalty, decision they went to VAR. City's first penalty here since April 1992. Uh, the first in any derby since 2010. United had had seven penalties since City last had one in the derby, but they got one here, although they needed VAR's intervention to get it. Rodri's run into the area from a free kick. Uh, Hoyland struck his arm out and, and got a pretty good arm across Rodri as he made the run into the area to try and get on the end of the free kick. and uh, went, to, went to the screen, Paul Turney told to go to the screen and have a look at it, and he did take a long look at it, and there was certainly... Um, a, a, few, a few arguments on Twitter that it was a soft decision. I, I can see that argument, but I think when you're a defender, as Hoyland was in that situation, and you put your arm out to block someone's run, then you're asking for trouble, especially in a, in an area of VAR, and it, it certainly impeded Rodri's run. Rodri could have stayed on his feet, but why would you when you're in that situation? And I, I think it was the right call for a penalty, and as soon as it's a penalty with Erling Haaland, it's it's usually a goal, and so it proved a, a decent penalty, and Haaland seemed to love that one. A lot of the United fans chanting Keno, uh, before he took it and after he took it and I think he relished those celebrations given what happened here with Roy Keane and obviously his dad Alfringer Haaland his, uh, his first goal at Old Trafford and Haaland seemed to relish that one like I say City weren't great first half they had the, they had a few slack moments in possession usually through Vardiol and Foden and Foden in particular with one hairy moment a, a pass back that just played Hoyland, uh, Rasmus Hoyland in on goal and he, he took a heavy touch and was forced wide by Edison in the end and, and couldn't make the most of the chance uh, Vardiol Twice gave up possession under pressure in the first 15 minutes or so. Uh, both times, freeing United, pretty good counter-attacks. The first one especially, McTominay made a real mess of when, when they should have done more with it. Uh, City almost took a 2-0 lead into half-time. Haaland denied a uh, Bernardo Silva dink from the byline. Uh, Haaland attacking the ball at the back post. A good header, but a superb save from Audrey and Arna, it should be said. and that, that kept it to 1-0 and kept the game alive going into the break. And then four minutes into the second half, City scored an almost identical goal to to the one that Haaland had been denied for half-time. It it was a fantastic move from Edison all the way through to to Haaland's finish. Edison into Walker, Alvarez, Foden, Crossfield ball to Grealish, Bernardo on the overlap and stood the cross-up to Haaland, who must have been in six yards of space on the edge of the six-yard box at the back post. It was astonishingly slack defending from United, who, as good as City's move from back to front was, it felt like a training ground move, to be honest. Uh, No United player put any real pressure on the ball and it was just way, way too easy. I thought that goal just exposed the difference in class we're talking about between these two teams at the moment. United were like cones in a training exercise and City's movement, their quality on the ball was just way, way too good in in that attack. And as soon as the ball went to Haaland, completely unmarked at the back post, it was a simple task to loop his header back the other way beyond Anana. 2-0 and that felt like game over. Uh, City controlled it. After that, felt like they could have had more. Anana was probably United's best player, had um, plenty of saves, some some decent saves second half. Denied Haaland getting a hat trick. United just offered no threat, nothing really for Edison to do. Uh, you could tell Old Trafford was getting restless. Hoyland was sobbed off to Boos. Rashford was sobbed off to Cheers. Uh, you, you could tell the mood here was turning, and City sealed the deal just over ten minutes from time. Uh, a, a Rodri shot. Again, Anana made the save. Johnny Evans caught sleeping by Haaland, who was first to it, and he squared for Foden to, to tap in. And as in the 6-3 last year. It was Haaland and Foden who, who did the damage to, to United and, and celebrations, great celebrations at the end in front of the away end, it should be said at full time. Uh, the away end, superb today. The, the tributes to Sir Bobby Charlton pre-match were exceptional and the City fans more than played their part in that. And then they were superb all through the game and very loud in that second half when the team had total control as well. And every player in Guardiola went to that away end at full time and, and relished in that victory. Guardiola's 20th derby, 11 wins now, and so many of them have been comfortable. It, it really is a very one-sided rivalry at the moment, and this was a walk in the park. And like I say, it it exposed the golfing class. And City are in what looks like a very entertaining title race at the moment. Very early days, of course, but there's four very good teams in the top four at the moment. a so real high standard being set, and it, it looks a, a real open race. That at the moment, I'm sure at some point City will put one of those runs together and. And maybe go and run it, but what we do go and win it. But what we do know is that United are not going to be involved in it. They look a mess under Ten Hag at the moment, and he must be close to uh, to feeling to feeling a fair bit of pressure here. But for City, a comfortable win, comfortable away win, and back in the position they want to be. In. That's all from Old Trafford for now. Uh, congratulations. What's the key to
1: winning a
2: match like that? By as big a margin as that,
1: both in terms of the score but also the dominance of the game. Well the second goal helped us a lot and what uh, I you, like because the first minutes we talking at the half time they will be more aggressive than they were, but uh, we make incredible two build ups with Ruben and 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 Ederson and after we dropped them and after they were more scary and after Bernardo and Chuck and Bernardo make a good action and Erling scored the second goal and after yeah, that was the key point of the game. But except the first five, first five ten minutes that we lost easy balls in positions that uh, for the, don't do proper simple things. But the most difficult thing in football is do the easy things, the simple things. Do we allow them to make a transitions in that period? Like uh, they can punish you. But after the goal and the first half was good in general. But of course, second half at the 0-2 was brilliant and really pleased. Last season we lost. This season we won here and. Always always special to win for all of us in Old Trafford, of course. So? What does
2: it make of Bernardo Silva overall? I know you said today. you don't
1: care about Man of the Match awards, but you got it today. Yeah, I don't wear earrings and not tattoos, and a normal car. and He's an incredible player for us. Uh, he loves to play in Old Trafford too. I think I don't remember one performance we didn't play good. Sometimes play he has a false nine in the past, has this ability to to make a, a lot a lot of long possessions and attack in the right moment? Is so intelligent. So everybody loves him, uh, and he played an exceptional exceptional performance. So he's one of the best players I have ever seen in my life. I was lucky to to train a lot a lot of players, the top class one. This is one of the done one of the best for how intelligent, how clever. And how good guy he is. three in a week Brighton and Boys and
3: feels like really Yeah, Brighton
1: game was so important after defeating the feet. Uh, you know when it's not the fact of the feet, it's when the defeat come in your mind. And you start to doubt here. And after it's more difficult And Brighton is a tough, tough opponent to play because Roberto's He's an incredible person, incredible manager, and I know how difficult it is. Every play team we play against them is so so complicated, and uh, it was important. After, of course, in I think young boys always help in Switzerland to understand again the way you have to play in a game like uh, for artificial. Have to be more precise with the pass, so simple things, and we did it perfectly with Rico, Rodri, and, and everyone. Mateos, Mateo, and of course today he is special for the. A scenario, so old Trafford is all Trafford, and do it here is we are so proud. Ev? Hey. You're
2: always very respectful of Manchester United and Old Trafford, but were you surprised
1: at how easy it was for your, your team today? Did it seem more than, than usual here? Yeah, I understand the question because you are a journalist, a good one, but uh, you are not uh, a manager of players. It looks easy, but it's not. It really, really is not. So a lot of respect for United, for what they do. And, but we were now uh, our best, especially in the second half. And, but uh, the opponents play, you know that? When you lose in Wolves, it's because they are really good and the manager explained the, the, the tactics that they did it to beat us. And, uh, but when we win, it's because we have done good things too. But football oh, is it's so difficult. Especially, you know, maintaining consistency for many, many years. This is, I said many times, for the guys came every week in the press conference. That it was the biggest title. I think we have is this one. It's still now after travel, four Premier five in six years. Still, we are there. You know, I see the the progression mentally, the players, the way they play, the solidarity. When that happened it's the biggest title that we have. Still, we are there. It's so nice to to watch the team after what we have done, being there. Yes. But when you came in in
2: 2016, could you could you ever imagine you'd create the chasm that now exists between you and United? Because you look at times like you played a different sport, and that today you've done so many times to
1: them in recent years. I know what we have done. I don't know what United have done because I'm not here. So, But I didn't expect it, honestly, when I arrived here with uh, Jose Mourinho, with Ibrahimovic, with. Uh, you know, with the top, top players, so Lukaku and the squad always have been, I had the feeling that the squad is really, but I think, I said many times, we are in the same direction, the chairman, the CEO, the sport director, the manager and the players, you know, we go there. Wrong or right, it doesn't matter, but we go there. And make a mistake, of course, and, and, and things that we are, and when we lose or we are, the situation is not going well, we are not here to find, you know, blame someone or the reason why just okay. What do you have to do better? What happened? It's, oh, it's the opening is it's getting better, we are getting worse. What do you have to do to find a solution? That is nice, you know, to find the way to do it. We have done it since the day one. The first season we didn't win, I, I, I didn't feel that my chairman complained, absolutely not. They supported me unconditionally. Uh, I remember when we lost the final of the Champions League in Chelsea, we were devastated. I was. And the chairman said, we're going to win it. Sooner or later we're going to win it. Uh, what do you have to do next? Come on, let's go, let's next. And and with that is everybody feels the club rely on me, the players know where I rely on them. And when that's happened, we are not in trouble, overexcited when we win. And when we lose, It's not dramatic, it's not we're going to kill ourselves. No, okay, it's a football game. What do you have to do to get him better? and we have done many times, but at the end, another opponent beat you, and that we congratulate them and we try it again. And, and that's why I think the club organisation is, is so stable.
2: Two more guys, go to Robin and Neil, please. I
1: don't know if you got the chance to see the, the penalty replay again, I just wondered what you thought. The penalty? The penalty. Uh, I didn't see it. From there I didn't see the, the, the images, uh, honestly, I don't know. I know that we've told me before. Since 1992 is the first penalty he no travel. So statistics and records should be broken. You know, it's happened. But I didn't see it. honestly.
2: Now, was there any um, extra motivation or extra pleasure for Erling scoring at a place which is so much remembered for what happened to his dad here with that infamous
1: tackle? But honestly, uh, we didn't speak about that. I think Erling knowing a little bit the motivation to score a goal is in Old Trafford in a, against a conference team, so he loves to score a goal. Of course, these are scenarios today, you know, for remember, remembering Sir Bobby Charlton, and that's why these type of games I learned in the beginning when as a manager I put a lot of extra motivations. In this game, is no speeches. This game is just focusing the game, in the football-wise, in, a, in a, what do you have to do. The rest, the rest come from it's a derby, you know, from decades, decades, decades. Always we were behind, always we see United up front, and we were there since, you know, since we changed the last decade, the tendency, and now we are there, and we are very pleased. But not forget United, because we are doing many good things, and I know how special it is for our fans, it's normal. But it's a rivalry, so when they, they beat us, they are happy, when we beat them, we are happy.